0: I'm Peter Sherman. I want to talk a little bit about neighborhood pharmacies, the smaller pharmacies, and the whole concept of how they fit into the vaccine rollout. There's a story out there about a, a fellow, a middle-aged guy, who uh, duly registered and put his name down for a, a vaccine call, and he was not the over-worrisome type, so when it didn't come, and it didn't come, Uh, He didn't worry about it too much. He wondered maybe. Uh, And then when it didn't come and they dropped the age below his age bracket and it still didn't come, he got to thinking a little bit more. And it turned out all he really had to do was walk into a local pharmacy, smaller one, and they gave him the shot. Boom, boom, just like that. Sandra Hanna is uh, with the Neighborhood Pharmacy Association of Canada, practicing community pharmacist herself. Good afternoon.
1: Good evening, Peter. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. Tell me a little bit about Neighbourhood Pharmacies, a name I haven't heard before.
1: Yeah, so Neighbourhood Pharmacy Association of Canada is an association that represents pharmacies across the country. So we represent pharmacies, big and small, actually, um, but all community pharmacies. So uh, chains, independent. Um, those that service uh, folks at home, those that service folks that live in long-term care facilities. So basically all, all pharmacies right across the country that are in your, your local neighborhood.
0: So tell me a little bit then, if you if you represent all pharmacies, and all pharmacies, at least the ones that are designated by the chains, and the small ones that have decided to step up themselves, all pharmacies are eligible to be vaccine um, administrators. I don't administrators, I guess, injectors. Pick a ne- pick a word; they're all hard words. Um, if they're all eligible to, to provide the vaccine, why aren't they all in the program? And why are we having things fall between the cracks like this gentleman I described? Yeah. So, so
1: are. There- you know, pharmacies, um, the majority of pharmacies across the country are eligible to to participate in, and are trained and able to administer vaccines. I think the challenge right now is that we just don't have enough vaccine to go around. So uh, supply remains the biggest barrier um, in, in this entire program, and that's across all channels, pharmacy, public health units, mass clinics. Supply remains the, the single biggest challenge in terms of our capacity, and we hear Um, You know, we hear a lot about the capacity of sectors and the capacity of provinces and and in administering vaccines. And we as a pharmacy sector can administer up to a million vaccines a week just just within our pharmacy sector in Ontario. We can administer up to three million vaccines a week within just the pharmacy sector across the country. But the reality is that we we don't have that that supply at the moment. So So um, we're onboarding pharmacies, you know, um, in batches because we just don't have enough supply for every single pharmacy um, just yet, but but we're hoping that we will. Um, in- well, we
0: all hope that you will. In my opener, I, I mentioned uh, the fact that President Biden Uh, mentioned yesterday to media, and it it got all over the place, so we played a little clip of him uh, saying he's been talking to other countries because the United States is uh, nearing the end of uh, vaccinating everybody who wants one, uh, and they still have plenty of manufacturing capacity, they're pumping the stuff out, and that he's prepared to help other countries, and that he'd spoken to Trudeau yesterday, Uh, for half an hour, and it looks like we're going to get a boost from President Biden. And I threw some numbers around, and I said something like, if he could ship us a million doses a day, we couldn't put him in people's arms. If he could ship us half a million doses a day, Maybe we could. I think we could. And it sounds to me like from what you say, if we had that kind of quantity coming in and the pharmacies really mobilized because suddenly there were lineups and there was vaccine and uh, it wasn't just a particular kind of vaccine, it was all kinds of vaccines. And we were in the situation that, say, the United States has been that you people could all pony up.
1: Absolutely. 100%, Peter. So we I mean, you know, again, a million vaccines a week in pharmacies alone. And and that's not even speaking about family physicians. That's not speaking about mass clinics. That's just the pharmacy sector. So we can certainly support that. um, And and we're looking forward to it. And we're ramping up and and onboarding pharmacies every week um, until we can get all the interested pharmacies ready to go, so that we have that capacity ready to go as soon as we have the supply. Uh, right now, we've got about 1,400 uh, pharmacies across Ontario that are um, that are enrolled in the program. Um, about a thousand of those are. are actively administering uh, vaccines. So, uh, you know, we've got the capacity there. We're trying to get the capacity lined up um, even in advance of, of, of having that vaccine so that we're ready to, to, to hit the ground running once once we get more supply. But supply right now does remain uh, the limiting factor. And, and we've been really pushing, you know, we've We've seen the, the inconsistency, I think, in in the supply, and I think this has been the frustration, not not just for providers, but for the public, of course, in, in getting and accessing the vaccine, is that there's been um, some inconsistency in the supply, especially of AstraZeneca and, um, and, and Moderna. Pfizer seems to be the, the supply that's most consistently coming through.
0: So is that what you've got in the pharmacies now, mostly Pfizer?
1: In the pharmacies, actually, it's just AstraZeneca at the moment. So this is oh. actually one of the things that we're really, really pushing for is to, to allow pharmacies to have the ability to administer all different types of vaccines so that we're not limited by um, the um the fluctuations in supply that, that, that we've been seeing with, with AstraZeneca because we are getting them in sort of big boluses and then, uh, and then we're not really sure when we're going to get our next vaccine. And this has made it really, really challenging for pharmacies to schedule and book and, um, you know, on our appointments in some cases because they're waiting to see how much supply they're going to have access to before they can really um, schedule appointments in many cases.
0: Well, I wish you well, and uh, I know that our neighborhood pharmacies, you use it with a capital N, I'm just using it in general. I hope that uh, the people that we all of us individually deal with have what we need when we walk in the door, just as we would come in for, I don't know, our pain pills or whatever it is that we have a, a prescription for, that we can walk in and get that shot uh, when we need it, and that's, that's got to be around the corner. Let's hope it is.
1: Yeah, we really hope so and we're really uh, we're already doing a great job. We've administered over 330,000 vaccines in just just under 6 weeks now since pharmacies started participating and we look forward to doing so so much more.
0: Yes, and so do we. Thank you so much Sandra. I appreciate you. your time today. Sandra Hanna, Neighborhood Pharmacy Association of Canada and practicing community pharmacist.